You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. Let's return to All Things Employment with Vicki Causa on TalkZone.com. Welcome back, everybody, to All Things Employment on TalkZone.com. Our guest today is Joan Schramm, and Joan and I were just chatting about career coaches and how they can help you in your new opportunity. And now I'd like to speak with Joan a little bit about social networking. And we've already discussed the fact that networking probably is the key to finding a new job today. And you can do it either in person or online. And there's so many different ways to do it online. So we're going to talk about that now. I also wanted to repeat the number of the show if anybody's out there and would like to ask a question either on this or any other HR or employment topic that may be on your mind today. So our number again is 888-463. Six seven four eight. That's eight eight eight. Go for it. So, Joan, let's get back a little bit now and start to talk about the social networking. And I keep hearing that people are using social media for their job search. What exactly is social media? I know of LinkedIn and I know of Facebook. I don't know enough about either one to recommend it to somebody for job search. But tell me about that and tell tell me what your thoughts are on it. Well, you know, it's it's huge. I mean, and the, the demographics bear that out. I mean, Twitter, the their people on Twitter has, has doubled, I think, in the last six months. And on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, the demographics are skewing older. More people between 30 and 45 are getting on there than the young kids. They're, they're all still over with my network, with my nephew on, on uh, MySpace. <laughs> So, so tell me about it, though. I mean, so you join LinkedIn, and it's free to join, so you get on a site called LinkedIn, you put in your profile, and then you connect with people. So how do you then turn that into a tool for your job search? LinkedIn is probably the most important tool that I like to see people use, um, not only for a job search, but to expand their professional life, their professional network. Um, by creating a good, clear, strong professional profile on there, um, you can really position yourself in front of industry leaders from around the world. Um, get on there. You make connections. It, LinkedIn makes it very easy for you to start to build your network. You can. They have a, a way that you can search if you're on Outlook or Gmail or Yahoo or, you know, a number of other um, address book programs. And they can search that, check the email addresses, and see who's already on LinkedIn that you know. So you can start right off the bat by building your network with people that you know. Then I recommend... Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead to finish. Okay. Well, then I recommend that you create, a, like I said, a good, strong profile. Determine what industry it is that you want to work for. Do some searching on, um, you know, job postings in that industry to see what the keywords are that they're using for those job postings that you might like to have. And use those keywords when you're building your profile on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. That makes it easier for search engines and for other people who might be looking for something um, with those keywords to find you. 
then join your alumni group. If you went to college, I can almost guarantee that your college or university has an alumni group on LinkedIn. So join mm-hmm. your alumni group. Then check out some of the other groups. There's, I don't know, thousands of groups on there. And whatever industry you might be in or whatever interests or things that you might have, there are groups that speak to that. So take a look at some of the groups to get involved in them, participate in the discussions, and then that way you have another means to connect with somebody. Somebody writes an article in the, uh, you know, I'm on a couple, I'm on an HR one and some career change one. So somebody writes an article about, you know, using social networking or something to find a job. And I think it's a really great article. I can go in and comment on them. And then I also send them an invitation and I say, hey, I saw your article on, you know, using Twitter for your job search and I thought you made some really good points. I'd like to add you to my LinkedIn network. And then you have another connection that has a relationship to you. They know why you asked them. You know, you said something nice about something that they did. And so you have now established a dialogue. You're not a total stranger to them. Well, let me ask you this, too. I I know the whole idea of making connections, and I think that's a great thing that you've suggested as far as finding somebody who may have a thing in common with you and making a connection. Is there any guideline to how many connections you should have? Because I've heard people say not a, too many is too many, but you should have a – don't go over a certain number because then it, it just doesn't look right. What's your thought on that? Is there a limit to how many connections you should have on LinkedIn, or is there not? Well, there are people on LinkedIn who are called power LinkedIn users, and I think they're generally like recruiters and some people like that who have, you know, tens of thousands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For your normal person, a couple hundred mm-hmm. is, you know, probably good. I mean, it's you would have to really, really work to get up there in the thousands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're, I don't, I don't mean to imply that the recruiters on there aren't normal, but if you're just <laughs> a normal person trying to use it for, you know, basic connecting with people in your industry or with like interest or to help in your job search, then, you know, a couple of hundred is probably good. Yeah, well, that, that's a good guideline to have. So now, so say for instance, okay, now I'm a, I'm a, an electronic engineer and I would like to find somebody in a similar field to me that I may be able to, you know, just share information with or, or find out what the job market may be like in, in the area that they're in. How would I go about that on, say, LinkedIn? Do I then, do I search for something specific? I mean, how would you, how would you target something, you know, like a specific career that you may be looking for? Yeah, if you're, to use your example, you could type in a search for, you know, electronic engineer, um, you know, maybe in a certain geographical location or if that doesn't matter to you, and then, you know, start drilling down from there. You can do a search in the groups. You can do a search among um, people on LinkedIn so that that's why you want to make sure that these keywords Mm. Are, are prominent in your profile and, and in your summary on there so that if you are an electronic engineer and somebody's searching for that, your name's going to come up. Mm, okay. So in other words, then uh, recruiters may use LinkedIn to do searches on this site to look for some candidates. Is that, oh, I mean, is that something that people can look to, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. recruiters okay. are 
huge on LinkedIn, and and I don't really pretend to know all the ins and outs of how recruiters use it, but I know right. it is huge for recruiters, and they do a lot of search. I mean, that's how they find passive candidates. Mm-hmm. They'll do a, excuse me, a search for some particular thing they're looking for, and if that keyword is there in your profile, it's going to come up, and they may reach out to you and say, hey, you know, can I interest you in a new job, or are you looking for a job? So that's really replaced the cold calling of years back or the lists of people that recruiters would target as headhunters, looking for certain individuals in certain industries and just picking up the phone and calling them. Now they're more likely to look on, on a search engine like LinkedIn, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Mm, great. So that's, that's wonderful do? news. And, and again, too, you know, for the novice, for somebody who doesn't know enough about LinkedIn, what if I don't have a professional title? What if I am a professional administrative assistant or somebody, you know, who may not have a large network of people of my own? Is it still worth it for someone like me to put my information on LinkedIn and then start to search for, for contacts? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's, there's okay. people on there, you know, at all levels of, industry. And so <clears throat> again, you're, you know, you're expanding your network by reaching out to people who have similar interests to yours. I'm sure that if you went into LinkedIn and searched on administrative assistant, there's probably a group mm-hmm. of administrative assistants on there who help each other out with career issues. And it doesn't have to be that you're looking for a job. You know, maybe you're just looking for a way to network with other administrative professionals into how you all can do your job better or, you know, what are some things that other people, that people on the West Coast might be doing that, that you're not doing here. And you're, you're expanding your network. You're meeting people. You're exchanging information. You know, you're, you're able to make your job better because of those contacts and the way that you're interacting with people. Oh, that's that's great. And for anybody who's listening, if you had any doubts about getting onto LinkedIn, I think Joan has really just covered a lot of things that people may not be so comfortable about. But the one other thing too, Joan, I want to ask you is what should somebody be aware of in using social networking? You know, there's so much out there now about identity theft and compromising people's, you know, personal information. What should you be aware of when you're social networking? Is there anything specific? Well, You've got to remember that anything you put out there is almost free information for mm-hmm. people to find. So you want to be careful about what you put. Um, I usually tell people to not use their, if they're going to start a profile on there, especially for a job search or something, they might want to set up a special email account for that. Yeah. so that they don't get a lot of stuff in their regular account. Plus, it also, if you're in a job search, it helps you keep the, you know where those things are coming from. They're coming from LinkedIn or they're coming from Facebook or wherever. Right. Um, and, you know, you do little tricks on there. Instead of putting, you know, dot .com, you write out the word dot .com to foil the, you know, the spam spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, 
As far as is identity theft, you're not putting your social security number and information right. like that up there. You're you're putting the information up there that would basically be on a resume. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, the one thing that I, I've been got, begun to tell people, too, uh, in, in job searches, when they put their resumes on a job board or anything like that, I've always cautioned them not to necessarily put their home street address on there. Right. Because people, you need to know what, what town somebody lives in, perhaps, and you're going to put your cell phone on there, and that's plenty of information. But keep as much information private as you possibly can. There's no need to put your home address because on the, the street you live on is not going to help determine whether you're a good candidate or not. And if, in fact, they want further contact, that's the time to do it. So that's one of the things right. I recommend people do as well. But I think you make an excellent point when you say that whatever is out there, it's public information, and people can search it, and they're going to find out information about you. So make sure, number one, it's true. And number two, it's not something that can be detrimental to you. So I think that's a, that's a, great, you know, that's a great tip that we would have. Right. Now, what, besides LinkedIn... What else is there? I've heard of Facebook and I've heard of Twitter. I just personally started using Facebook, and I'm not even 100% sure that I would do a job search through there. What's your recommendation? They're they're all valuable in different ways. Um, again, Facebook is a way to build relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Now, on LinkedIn, you're going. People are on LinkedIn for business whether they're administrative assistants or CEOs, they're on there for professional business reasons. People are on Facebook for a lot of different reasons. It's mm-hmm. for social networking. It's for professional networking. So if you're going to go on a site like Facebook, you need to decide whether this is going to be a, a social thing for you or whether this is going to be part of your professional presence online. Hmm. Um, in any case, if you are, you know, well, even if you're not doing a job search, if you're a professional person and you're establishing an online identity, you still want to be really careful what's on your Facebook page, you know, pictures of you, you know, down in tequila shots, <laughs> um, you know, Friday afternoon, probably not what you want everybody to be able to see. And yeah. If it's out there, everybody's going to be able to see it. So how do you do this then? Say you, say you want to use Facebook as part of your, your face, if you will, to the hiring public, to recruiters and all that. How do you prevent people from becoming friends of yours and then putting things on your profile? Is there a way to do that? I mean, is that something somebody has to be concerned about? Well, you can, you can control to a certain extent your privacy settings. What what people can see. Now, you can't control if somebody else takes pictures of you doing jello shots, (laughs) posting it on their own profile, and tagging you in the picture. And that's why you need to be very aware of, you know, things that are going on, like Michael Phelps. Mm, Yes, good example. If him was going to show up, okay? Mm -hmm. So... You know, you just got to figure that nowadays everybody's got a cell phone with a camera, except me. I'm the last person on the planet that doesn't have a camera on their cell phone. Um, And, you know, just be careful what you're doing where. Now, if somebody posts a picture of you or something that you want, the first thing to do is go ask them to take it down. Yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. Unfriend them. Um, You know, if you really have to... You know, I think there's probably some other things that you can do to get it removed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The thing that I tell people to do 
when they're when they're they're setting up an online or even if they are an online presence and they want to see going on, go into Google and do a Google search on your name mm-hmm. and see what shows up. Because I can almost guarantee that if you're looking for a job, your employer's potential employer is going to do that. So that's become a, a, okay. a tool as well for employers and recruiters to start to Google people. Is that what we're saying? That you really need to be careful about what's out there about you because that's a criteria at this point? That's what I start with a new client. We mm-hmm. run a Google search and we see what's out there about them. Wow, interesting. Very good. Well, we're ready for another break, and I just want to remind callers that we are here and are uh, you are able to call us if you'd like to chat. It's 888-GO-FOR-IT. You're listening to All Things Employment on TalkZone.com. Our guest today is Joan Schramm, and Joan will be back at the other side of the break to talk more about social networking, so please stay with us. 